Welcome everybody to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, where we try to find who is the ultimate fictional character of all time. I'm Mal Acevedo. I'm Kristen Humes. And today we have a very, very special guest, uh, one of our great friends, producer, voice actress, comedian, just all around amazing person, uh, Miss, Miss Kelly Nugent. Wow, I love that enthusiasm. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank yeah. you, Christian, for having me on the show, guys. Oh, We're really on. excited about this. We also could have spent the rest of the episode introducing all the things you do, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. There's a big list. Uh, yeah. Dying You're... of exhaustion, yeah. Kelly Nugent. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for coming on. It's so, so good to see you. I haven't seen you since the last year. I know. <laughs> uh, oh, I that's know. true. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you guys since last year. Uh, yeah, man. It is January. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what have you been up to? What's uh what's new? Um been I was oh over the holiday I was spending some time with mother and father, which was just a lot of time with mother and father. It's always like we, really nice in the beginning and then yes. you're like I feel like the older I'm getting, the, the more I'm like I'm different than my parents. Yeah. The the well like I real I remember the point where I well it, I have always had a contentious relationship with my parents. Mm. Um and at first, it, I, like, did, like, a variety of, like, feelings on it. So, first, I was, like, uh, I'm 21, and this is why I'm an adult, and I don't live at home. And then, like, <laughs> I was, like, t- then I got older and older, and then um, I went to, like, oh, I, I understand now that you are the way you are because, you know, your parents treated you this way, and it's a chain of whatever, and, like, uh, I don't... I, I understand why you parented me the way you did, but like, I don't necessarily condone it. And then now I'm like, okay, I know like I, my Slytherin has come out where I'm like, (laughs) um, I like, I know how to talk to you and I know how to talk to you. And that's just like the way that we talk. And like, that's just the way it's going to be. Ah, that's smart. Ah, wow. That was very, that's good. You just got to learn how to like manipulate your parents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe you can manipulate the conversation today to who you think will win today's matchup. Wow. Segway of the century. Very nice. Matt's been really pushing the segues recently. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. You guys should do like a, um, uh, like a special episode where it's like ultimate Matt segue where you rank <laughs> all of rank his all the segues. segues. <laughs> Maybe we'll do oh, that that's in a between. Patreon special. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys just sit really quietly listening to every single segue. Oh, and it's man. just me just like, oh my God, is that what it sound like? Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, can we turn it off? Can we turn it off? <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, today we have uh interesting matchup today. Uh, I don't really know. Um, for our first matchup, we'll just jump right into the meat of it. This is Division 3, Round 2. Um, we have, or sorry, round three. This is round three. Round three. Excuse me. Yeah, Division third three, round. round three. Uh, we had our first matchup is Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ooh. and Captain Morgan from uh, the Rum. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to say, let's be honest. That's a, what a great pose that Captain okay, Morgan. Okay, sure. What okay, great... should we just try and be positive at first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great pose. One of the best touchdown celebrations yes. is the Captain yes. Morgan. Yeah. Right? Also, yeah, yeah. cute outfit. Oh, very, very cute, cute outfit. outfit. Like, yeah. I like someone in a pirate outfit. No, I'm into pirates. I'm into pirates. I was very interested when pirates came out, the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I got to drink this because this is probably what Captain Jack Sparrow drank because I was not old enough to drink yet. So I was like, this is probably what pirates drink. Yeah. And he like would scream about rum a lot. So yeah. I remember oh, yeah. like, where, that where was, was like it? a big part of his, like, I think that was the audition. It's 50% of his the lines. Sides, yeah. <laughs> the sides for his audition were like talking about rum, screaming about rum. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, he loves beaches. He loves walks on the beach. At Captain sure, Morgan. sure. He uh, he's an accomplished uh, like sea captain. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, I, I'm assuming he's probably very confident when he's on his boat. Yeah, or when he was on his boat, and he is a captain, so he did right. work his way. He's up. a commander. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I did some like research on the actual historical oh, figure. Here we go. Yes, Captain I love it. Morgan. Um. So I I will preface this. I know we were mm-hmm. saying we were going to be positive. Mm-hmm. I enjoy fictional pirates much more than I enjoy historical pirates. Mm. Oh, I yeah. do not enjoy historical pirates. They're not. I don't think they're good people. Um, they're terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. really yeah. bad people. Yeah, yeah, they like you know raped people and like yeah. pillaged. And yeah, it's literally in the, it's like in murder, the Disney song. Rape, pillage. Yeah. Well, do they say rape in that? No, they even... do not say it. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine if, if we were like we should update this to like not have that and people would be like tradition. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they had to change the parts of the Caribbean ride because of that. <laughs> I'm curious how much how much of the lore of the historical Captain Morgan is involved in the fiction of Captain Morgan. Yeah, I'm curious. The character. Is it just supposed to be? I would assume it is just supposed to actually be the Captain Morgan. I think it's supposed to just be Captain Morgan. Interesting. Because I was originally going to say, like, you know, if I'm throwing a party... I'm going to invite Captain Morgan to that party, but maybe not. (laughs) So he he also screwed up a lot of stuff with, like... um, treaties that were in place that were like hey spain and i'm forgetting where else i people are going to jump down my throat about this now because i said i did research um so he's a bad dude well so what but he, he's not like a he's not like a, i'm a bad dude he's like a that guy's a bad man yeah dude. no he's yeah. a bad person because oh. also like uh so he was supposed to uh protect the um let's see here oh i'm looking at the history of the brand now on accident um <laughs> so he was supposed to protect trade routes yeah and so he was like um, sailing around there and then he got in some kind of altercation and uh, uh, violated a trade treaty with, or like a peace treaty or something between Spain and somewhere else. I'm forgetting. I will find it shortly. And then he pled ignorance of the treaty. Of course. He was just like, I just didn't know. And then, so then they the were rum. like, they were like, you're <laughs> fine. Go continue being a pirate. Of course. And he just like got away with it. it. Wow. It's sounding more and more to me, and we haven't even touched on how amazing Donatello is, <laughs> which we should at least briefly. Yeah. But it's sounding like this is once this is again one of those uh and they don't happen often, but this might be just a quick blowout round. Yeah, I think so too. I will say this. Okay. Um it sounds like he's a very uh, Columbus-like character. Colonialism is right? like his jam, which Ugh. is not a plus behavior. Yeah, I would say pretty low grade. Do you behavior. know where Captain Morgan, uh, where the brand, right? Yeah, what city it was made in? Because if it's Pittsburgh, maybe it has to do with Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, okay. I'm looking right a, now. I don't know. That's a, that, I'm just like I'm just. Okay, so it is named after the original Captain Morgan, the Welsh privateer. Right, he was Welsh. Okay, Um, Okay. Sir Henry Morgan. Um, Oh, okay. So the label has the slogan "To life, love, and loot." Mm. Country of origin: Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah, Mm. I didn't really. I didn't think rum was going to be from Pittsburgh. I had a feeling (laughs) it was going to be from. Uh, Okay, this is a Pittsburgh rum. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, something told me it was more Caribbean uh, adjacent. It yeah. was a stretch. Warmer was, climes, warmer climes. You know, but on the other hand, guys, we got the guy who does machines, Donatello. Yeah. And man, I got to say, me personally, favorite Ninja Turtle. Yup. 
favorite, favorite Ninja, Ninja Turtle. Turtle. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, growing up as Michelangelo, as I got older, I'm like, Donatello is the best. He's got the brains. Uh, you know, people underestimate him all the time, and he always overcomes them. And I think he is just so dang cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think he's very, I think that is a classic. Like when you're a kid, you like Michelangelo the most because you're like, well, he's like. He parties. Yeah. yeah. Party boy. Party, <laughs> party pizza boy. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, but I. it's time to like learn the softer side of the Ninja Turts, which is. <laughs> <laughs> the Ninja Turts. Uh, uh, which is uh, uh, Donatello. He is calm. He's like, Mm -hmm. he also like knows how to keep himself busy when they get into like scrapes where they're like stranded or whatever. He's like, I'm going to fix up this whole place. Or he's like, I'm going to like work on this machine or I'm, you know, he's, oh, he's very resourceful, which is a thing I enjoy in people. If someone's not resourceful, I don't enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and I think, I I think that's like an understated, but very highly capable person. Yeah. He's always, he can get it. Yeah. There's been like so many storylines where he's like, it's him trying to, uh, you know, figure out his place with amongst like the turtles. Like he feels like the odd man out. And I always thought that was really cool that they, we can see that in like such a strong character. Like, you know, he feels like different and, and like, you know, as, as if no one likes him, but at the end of the day, like he completes them. And, yeah. Know. Every piece is necessary. He yeah. also is a great leader in the fact that generally people look to Leonardo as the leader of the group. Right. He's often seen as like the one taking charge, but Donatello knows how to like kind of step back, like, give the right opinion and advice when he needs to. But then when everyone looks to him, he knows how to lead the group, which is like not a thing. A lot of people are good at, like not a lot of people are able to be like, okay, I'm the person they need right now to step up and take charge. Mm -hmm. And he's able to do that. And he knows when to do that because he knows that like he has those abilities of like creativity, like thinking on his feet and being so much smarter than everyone else that no one else in the group has. Dude, I recently read uh, the crossover between TMNT and Batman, and uh, it was like Donatello trying to figure out himself, whatever. So he like goes to Batman for advice because this is like the sequel, obviously. Okay, okay. Uh, and and uh, uh, you know, like Bane's army overcomes like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle world, and like in order to stop him, like Donatello's like, I don't know what to do. So like he's like he like the only way to stop Bane, like he took the. He took the Bane juice himself. Of course. And like in order to stop Bane and like he was like afraid of it and stuff like that. But then like he overcame it, you know, he, he turned oh. himself around. But he he did that. You know, like he yeah, yeah, he's just so going cool. up against a juice Donatello sounds frightening. It is no, it very does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna kind of piggyback off of what you were saying, Christian, when like I'm gonna take a line from my big fat Greek wedding mm. where um wait, okay, how does it go? Okay. Uh what's his name? The leader? Uh Donatello. Uh, Leonardo. 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 Thank you. So Leonardo is the head, but Donatello is the neck, so he can turn the head. Oh, oh. that's in that movie. Yeah, that's she, my wedding. It's when um the, the mom the mom of her is like saying that uh that the her husband is the head of the family, but she's the neck, and she can turn the head any way she wants. Well, I like that. Well. That's all I Who think I need to hear. Who do you guys think would win in a fight? Are we even going to go no, into this? No, we don't need to go <laughs> no, uh, no, Captain Morgan would lose. He yes. would totally lose in a fight. Correct. I'm just, I'm just trying. He would just I'm get like, bailed out by the crown and then yeah. get to continue being a pirate. I think we should conserve our energy for a more so important too. task for whoever Donatello's going to go up against because the next two characters are... Oh, this is going to be... This is a tough matchup. So, yeah. so we'll all agree. Sorry, Captain Morgan. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you know, looks like you go drank one up. too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walk it off, buddy. Uh, Donatello's going to go on, and he's going to be facing off against one of these characters. Next up, we have 
Ash Ketchum, who's trying to be the very best no one has ever was. Yeah. Versus Sydney Bristow from Alias. This I, double okay. agent from Alias. Have you seen Alias? Have you? I have seen a little bit of Alias. My parents were big into Alias. Dude, oh, yeah. I'm watching it right now. With you Katie. are? It's Katie's favorite show of all time. Um, and it's so good. It's yeah. easy in my top 10. So I feel like sometimes with certain characters, I, we need to like share if we feel like you have an yeah. implicit bias. The weird thing for me here is I have an implicit bias for both of these characters. I do too. Pokemon is my absolute favorite video game series. It's like my number three franchise of all time. It's up there at like Star Wars and Harry Potter for me as far as like media goes. But Alias, I also love everything pretty much J.J. Abrams. Even my one of my cats is named after Milo Rimbaldi from Alias, like really? my cat Milo. So like I couldn't be like I, I feel so strongly about both of these characters that I feel fine with sort of whatever happens here. But they're both like they're both really good characters. I mean, yeah. Jennifer Garner. Amazing. Let me give Forget a about little it. backstory about mm-hmm. Sydney Bristow, just just from the beginning sure. of her thing. Uh, basically, sure. she was working for an organization, um, which was uh, uh, SD6. Uh, SD6. I keep wanting to say MI6, and that's Mission Impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, SD6. And she was working for that organization, and she recently, and then she she just got uh, her her boyfriend just like proposed to her, and she was very happy. But like you know, things were kind of weird, so she opened up to him and told him, "I don't actually." I actually do more than you think. She told him that he's that she is a spy. <gasps> she told him, yeah, and then like he couldn't handle it, and then he gives her a phone call, and in the phone call they were able to track down that like she delivered that information. They they offed him, and, <gasps> and you're not show. allowed to tell anyone. Yeah, you're oh, not allowed to tell anyone. Shoot, it's just the pilot. I that's crazy. I I read a little bit about her. Yeah, I did not realize that is how it. And happens. then yeah. you find out that the or, SD six that organization she's working for is an is a bad organization. It is an evil organization <gasps> that is trying no. to uncover the Fake old CIA. Yeah, so <laughs> she goes to the CIA, yeah, which is the real CIA, um, and she becomes a double agent for them. Still working at SD six and oh. working at the CIA, and she finds out that her dad. Um, well, she. This is a spoiler in the like second episode. Yeah. Uh, her dad uh, was also working in SD six, so she thinks that her dad's like uh, involved with like the bad guys. But then you find out that her dad also is like there's only two double agents, and her dad's the it's other her double and her dad. agent. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then wasn't there stuff with her mom? Like her mom oh. is KGB or something. It gets so. so it gets crazy. so yeah. wild. It gets so. There's like clones. Oh, and stuff like that. It That's awesome. Nuts. It's she so good. She is such a strong character. It's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah. she there's this character Milo Rimbaldi who becomes like the sort of guffin of the whole series mm-hmm. where he is this leonardo da Vi- like da vinci meets nostradamus character mm-hmm. from like the like 16th century mm-hmm. and he had come up with all these insane technologies and then like wrote this like prophecy and there's like an illustration of like jennifer garner's character in it and, like, yeah. and she would be the one to bring the end of the- it's crazy dude. it's a it's so good and yeah. like J.J. Abrams, he's talked about like when he made the show. He was like, well, when I was making Felicity, I always thought the only way this would be better is if she was a student, but at night she was a secret agent, which is like sort of where it starts. But then it, it gets it gets so wild. Yeah. Now, now all that being said, Ash Ketchum <laughs> yep. is he's got to be the best that there ever was. Dude, I gotta sure. be honest. Like, just coming out of the gate, Ash is like a strong opponent. Um, you yeah. know, he he for me was probably one of like my intro to anime was uh Pokemon mm. and Ash Ketchum, and I wanted to be Ash Ketchum. I think everyone wanted to be Ash Ketchum. Um, he's done a lot for a ten year old. Mm-hmm. He has done so much. He has you know uh he's gone through several uh leagues, Pokemon leagues. Didn't uh, you know hasn't won a he's got second place in a Pokemon league 
tournament, like a championship, but he hasn't won yet. He hasn't, right? but it's like every time it's his first go through. Like there's people going back to this league for like their 20th time and they're getting knocked out in the yeah. first round. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's, you know, he's come back from stone been turned to stone and uh, discover that Pokemon tears reverse that. Uh, <laughs> and he, he like, he, it's like, He's the one of the few trainers that understands the relationship between a Pokemon and like when it's something's better for their Pokemon to actually go into the wild. Yes. It is like, you know, he lets them go because it's like the right thing to do. He literally builds a friendship with these creatures who are meant to, uh, in the show, fight, but they do other things. That's that's the biggest thing for me with this character. That is exactly what I was thinking is the biggest thing for me about Ash Ketchum is people people like to hate on him because he's never won the Pokemon League. And like he lets his Pokemon go, which when you're playing the game, you don't usually release your Pokemon, mm-hmm. especially you're like really powerful Pokemon, which he does so often. But he does it to his own detriment because he knows it's more important for the Pokemon's own personal growth or life experience to be free. And like they have a new journey to go on that's not a part of his story anymore. Like no it's one beautiful. else in the Pokemon world does I, this. I would say, like I, I love Pokemon, and something that has always stuck in my craw has been the whole like, yeah, but like we fight them for sport, and what if they don't want to sure. to do that? And that's where that's a plus for me with Ash because he sees above that, and he's like, oh, but you know what? Like this isn't this one's path. Yeah. Right. So like I'm gonna let them be free. If you love something, let it go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and he but, teaches us that. Like yeah. as a kid, I think that's really important. He teaches like yes. in this world with violence, with like you yeah. know such competitive. Like there's more. There's more to being the best than winning, and right. winning equals like being a good person. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I do like how the how the um, the definition of best. It, like changes yeah. for Ash. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that signifies, you know, growth and that he is like a really good person. Yeah. Um, I will say to his mm-hmm. detriment, mm-hmm. as far as like just being able to maybe duke it out. Yeah. I think Sydney has seen and experienced a lot more straight up death. Oh, for sure. Than Ash has. He's seen a lot of Pokemon faint. But in this the world, fainting, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, the fainting thing. I mean, yeah. Nurse Joy can help you out with that, yeah. and they're fine. With this, I I just feel like she's seen more death, but I don't know if that means she's seen more life experiences. Maybe she's seen more extremes. I think more extreme, and I think that she'd be able to like push through something that might be. Well, I don't know. Oh, see, Maybe it'll make her not want to be pushing so hard because she's like, oh, I've seen that before. I can't yeah. see it again. Whereas Ash is like, I just want to be the best <laughs> and like hasn't seen it. So he's like, oh, I I don't know how terrible things could be. Well, so that's, inter- that's an interesting point because although Ash hasn't seen death, he's almost seen not only like the end of the world, but the end of yeah, the almost, universe yeah. like countless times that's and has true. prevented it. That's true. So like he's prevented like basically like the genocide of the human race mm-hmm. and Pokemon like like against Mewtwo against Entei like against uh, yeah, even Celebi like he's like mythical Pokemon like Ash oh is your gosh. guy so you know what yeah he does have more apocalyptic experience it's yeah true. she has more like small scale high stakes stuff yeah it, and I will say both have dealt with like have dealt with failure and grown from failure like Ash's true. journey people were like oh he doesn't want anything They're well both so he good. gets stronger and stronger every time like you know what I mean? Like, and he's only 10. He's only 10. Yeah. Okay, so that's something I have. So I have a theory. <laughs> okay. We don't know how how many days a year is on this planet of Pokemon. Okay. That's very true. Like, 
<laughs> it's been like a thousand episodes. That planet could take be like it could be like a four thousand day year on that planet. Ten years old okay. could be very old so he, for these humans. So like we don't actually sure. know. So but so you're also saying then that they age at a slower rate as well. Because he yeah, looks maybe they like just a live a lot longer. Interesting. I just I it just because So he could weird, be older than her, for all we know. He much could much older. He could, yeah. It's it's just something to consider. It's something to consider. Mm -hmm. Like if mm -hmm. every episode but, were a day, he's probably like, let's say maybe like 3,000 days old. So he's probably like 20. He might be like twice his actual age. Well, so then isn't time relative though? So like yeah. for them, he would still be 10. Yeah. Yeah. So, right? It's, yeah. it's like, just, it's, it's a weird that, like, thing. Now we're kind of like getting into like, yeah, it's, just, it's a weird thing. Very wibbly wobbly. It's a, yeah. it's a weird thing. The, it is curious though because like for a 10 year old it's like we wouldn't compare him to our 10 year olds because i don't know any 10 year olds that could be sent out into the world and survive like he has and like forget thrive like he has been able to i mean he was the i don't know as a kid like he was the first like shonen character uh that really got me like made me feel like i could do anything like i could sure. go out on my own adventure like my life is an adventure uh, and like, he's the first person that, that taught me that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I will say I don't see Ash experiencing a lot of the like average 10 year old problems right. that most True. 10 year olds have. Right. And so I wonder if this is merely like a product of his environment, like kids are expected to like be older, younger, if that makes sense. <laughs> So actually, I was reading something interesting about Pokemon lore, and at the age of 10, they're allowed to start their Pokemon journey, but they can continue on in, like, normal school mm -hmm. as well. And they've said, like, boys who are more reckless tend to, like, go on the Pokemon journey when they're younger more often and mm -hmm. just head out and not continue on in school. Which is why in the Pokemon world, so many of the, like, all the nurses, all the police officers, they're all run by women. Like, most of the job world is actually significantly more run by women in the Pokemon universe, which is probably why they have like universal health care for Pokemon yeah. and like people aren't starving on the streets. Yeah. And whereas like all the boys are like, well, we're going to go out. They're like, like running around. We're going to go on Pokemon. journeys. Whereas like there's a lot of women trainers and like gym leaders and stuff. But like it seems like it's they get like more of a choice about like, OK, you're at this age. What do you want to do? Like that's very early to yeah. make that choice. Yeah, that's which, like the like like accelerated European model. Yeah. Yeah. It's why it makes me wonder, like, maybe Ten's a little older for them than it is for us. Maybe they live long. Just because, like, we don't have Pokemon. So clearly it's a slightly different world. Or maybe they live, they don't live very long. Oh. Maybe. Oh. I mean, that's a little bit dark, but I mean, <laughs> I maybe they don't. Consider all, options. Because, uh, all options here. Maybe 10, that's like our, you know, 22. Yeah. Look, straight up, in a fight, Sydney Bristow and Ash Ketchum, uh, Sydney would win. Ash yeah. would win with Pokemon if he had his Pokemon. But in a fist oh, fight, obviously. Oh, in a fist fight by Ash himself, get, Ash would, would get, get whooped. I, I actually have I have a very important counter to this. Okay. Ash is seen multiple times holding up his Pokemon with absolutely no, like completely effortless. You see him holding a He's Tepig. He's like secretly oh, jacked. That's a good the point. Tepig, Tepig's like <laughs> 75 yeah. kilograms. And yeah. he's holding it up like, hey, little Tepig. Like, Ash yeah. is secretly super powerful. Okay, so he's really strong. I will say that he probably does not know Krav Maga. He probably does not. And she does. He probably does not. Yeah, yeah. Katie's taking Krav Maga. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. I found on that on the Wikipedia that's what uh, Sydney. Maybe that's what she's doing. I would be. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet that she has more fighting skill 
But I don't know if it would be quite as easy a whooping no. for her as she imagines. Are we saying it's like no weapons? Yeah, no if it was like, a cage match, pure cage match. I think I think Ash would have a lot of. Uh, uh, he would be persistent and he wouldn't go down kind yeah. of a thing. But I think he, at the end of the day, he would go down. But yeah. he would be a tough fight. I think he'd be really squirrely and mm-hmm. like very yeah. fast. Yeah. Um. But I just think she she can do those like precision strikes. Mm. Yeah. That are gonna just knock a child She's down. Pretty sweet. Yeah. We don't. I mean, he can take some hits too because he gets he gets slammed by Pikachu's electric shocks all the time, and he's just like a little crispy. Oh, he does. I feel like he does most take humans a lot of shots. would die. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does take a lot. He but does maybe that's up. just maybe he has like an elemental like resistance oh, to. That's fair. <laughs> Look, I've been playing a lot of Divinity right now, so I'm like all about yeah. like elemental resistance. So maybe you know he's just imu- starting to get immune. I think something that we can't uh, ignore is the like the cultural impact of like Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh! Like everyone knows Ash Ketchum. It's twenty uh, seasons now. Yeah, tw- it's twenty seasons long. It's which like twenty three movies. Yeah. Um. You know, I I think that's something that we had to. You know, kind of. I I think Ash's role not only to me but opened up the anime world to a Western audience, mm-hmm. and I think that's like like more so than Sailor Moon did. I think Sailor Moon was really great. Uh, was a big one to bring like young women into um, the anime Eastern culture world. You know, but I think Pokemon brought it to everyone. Uh, I think Ash's journey is like really special in that case. Yeah, I'd even say like these days, uh, monster collecting trading fighting series they're they're common there are a dime a dozen there's so many of them but at the time at the inception of pokemon they're actually that was a relatively like new genre yeah yeah and he sort of made it like the genre it is because mm-hmm. a lot of i often wish there was a more adult oriented pokemon series like that was but at the same time you can't knock the impact that ash has had yeah, and there is a. You should read the manga. Uh, it oh, follow, the it Pokemon Adventures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've great. watched Pokemon Adventures. Oh, I, I've read great. that. That stuff is that stuff is solid. Yeah. So then, what I would say is, in this cage match, yeah, the entire crowd is like cheering for Ash, like they're like catch him, catch him, catch him, right? <laughs> and it seems like he's gonna like win, and then at the very end, she is gonna knock him down, and it's just like it'll be like a hush will fall over the crowd and people will just be so sad. Yeah. yeah. And she, it'll just be like the sound of her like panting. And then everyone's <laughs> yeah. just like staring and they're like, oh, and like people are like holding their little like ash plushies that they've like brought to the to the cage match. And then she just like like wipes her face and like walks out. That's pretty cool. I, though. It is pretty cool. It's but a bummer. bummer. <laughs> I would say so. We like to throw out a lot of different scenarios here, so we can because we need to kind of start to score these. Yeah, now. it's not just who would fight. Yeah, it would be like, we we had to take right. in multiple factors. Everything, and, yeah. and I think almost the fight is still a toss up because although like I agree with you guys, Sydney would probably win in a one on one cage match if given their tool set. I don't care what gadget she has if he's got a handful of his Pokemon, like any handful of his Pokemon, he's taking her down. So like given their tool sets, because Sydney Bristow's SD six gadgets. They weren't like James Bond mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Like they weren't anything they were insane. Real, if know? a Charizard yeah. picks her up and drops her from a yeah. hundred feet, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Like it's that that fight's gonna be very quick. So it's still like a pretty even toss up in many ways yeah. between the two. Because you can't ignore because it's like once you take a ten year old kid outside of their element. That was like what we had when we did card captor. It's like okay, yeah, like she would be very menacing to fight against but if you're just fighting card captor sakura without mm-hmm. any of her monsters like you're okay well yeah you're just kinda, beating yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, like oh no oh no like, okay <laughs> yeah sure 
Uh, cultural it, impact is something we usually gauge. I think that goes to Ash. I think that That's has to it. go to Ash. Uh, I will. I will say. I just think you know worldwide, globally, Ash has has it. I wish more people saw Alias. I don't think it's a point against. Oh, I Sydney. couldn't agree more. Um, I, I, but like, I will say this though. Like, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Has there been like a, like a spy, like a strong female spy lead ever before this? Uh, all I could think of was like, like Akita. Wasn't Akita one? Oh, Nikita, yeah. Nikita, 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 Nikita. Was Nikita before the? I don't. I thought Nikita when was, was Nikita? I think that was after. Um, I, I, I thought that was like 2005, maybe. I will say, oh, yeah, uh, Alias started in like 99. I will say to the credit of Alias, yeah, it was like right at the. I would say the during the peak of what I call girl power feminism, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. like uh, before, like Buffy, mm-hmm. yeah, where it's like, um, when when we thought Charm. of strong female characters, yeah. we thought of them as they can kick ass, mm-hmm. um, they have some flaws, but they're not unlikable, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and they, uh, uh, are like unlucky in love. Um, and I think now we've seen, you know, the evolution of that into like, okay, well, you know, just like male characters, female characters to be strong, they, they don't have to be physically strong and they also, um, can be unlikable just like other, just like, you know, uh, uh, Brian Cranston's character in, um, Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, because oh I'm God. asking you, you can't think of it. What's his yeah. name? Uh, Walt. Walter. Walter, Walter, Walter White. Yeah. Walter White. Oh my, God. <laughs> my I almost said, God. I almost said Walt Whitman. Of <laughs> I almost did too. You're like Walt, and I was like Whitman. No. Oh, but that's how he chose that, right? Yeah. Uh, that I, I think Walter so. White? And then there was the poem later with yeah. Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. Yeah. And he like kept that book. So um, I, like, I think that it was a really important like moment in uh, the like evolution between whatever you know third wave feminism and what we have now yeah yeah um but it and and it was also like something that when we think of like girl power feminism we think of her you think of her you think of Mm -hmm. buffy and i think buffy was before that but that was also a more ensemble cast right there was yeah than this uh alias has a pretty strong ensemble cast Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I mean, it it's very J.J. Abrams. It's very, like, this is what he did right before I see, Lost. I see. It's very much that. I just um, think, I feel like she's so much more of a main character. Oh, she is. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you see, like, you know, the poster for Alias, it's her. Whereas, yeah. like, the poster for Buffy, it's, like, the Scoobies. Yeah. With yeah. Buffy in the front, but the Scoobies. Yeah. So, um, to her credit, culturally, I think she is really important yeah, in absolutely. that way. But I do think that... Pokemon has such a larger grasp on our world. Yeah. Yeah. I led agree. by Ash Ketchum. It, he, it's like it, Ash Ooh. Ketchum's almost like a monolithic character. He's he and, is one of the almost like super level when we started doing this, we talked about like maybe not throwing in some super level characters until we realized there are so many. And what's, I feel what's like another he, what's another example of one? Like Doctor Who and uh Yeah, Doctor James Who Bond, I feel like is a super level character. Doctor Who and James Bond. Really? Uh, yeah. the Doctor one in our Good cuz I would have gone hard against James Bond. I yeah. do not enjoy him. So Yeah, yeah we actually yeah. we think he's a super level character but then actually as the discussion what maybe he's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um but I like I love Sydney Bristow. She is one of my absolute favorite characters. She's one of my absolute favorite female characters. Yeah. But, like, in almost every scenario, I can imagine them. And we do, like, a lot of, like, fun scenarios. Like, who would you rather do X, Y, and Z with? She, outside of, like, being the serious, like, kick-butt spy who is, like, so good at her job, is, like, there's not a whole lot about her personality that, like, is 
exuberant. Yeah. Where it's like Ash is just this like he's just he wants to do and see and try everything. And but he also has like a heart of gold. He's not he's not like uh an entitled child that is like excited about life. Like, oh, I'm going to get everything. He's like, I want to see everything, but I'll yeah. work hard for it. Literally any type of hanging out. I'd rather do with Ash than yeah. Sydney, except for maybe like, and again, it's because of the seriousness of her, like adventure sports. Maybe I'd do with her just cause like <laughs> in the thought that like something's going to happen, she will save me. Yeah. But like, other than that, literally anything I'd rather do with Ash. Cause yeah. he would be like, cool. Like he'd he, want to do down. it. Yes. Whereas I feel like she would not be 100% present. Yeah. Correct. She, she's got her own things going on. She's, you know, which we've actually, out. we've seen, uh, you know, she lives with normal roommates, right? Mm-hmm. Like Bradley Cooper and uh, her whole thing is she just wants a normal life. She just wants a normal life. And like, she, she just, just can't, she, she's every time life. she's around them, she's just like so choked up and frozen yeah. about like all the stuff that, Also, I fear for her that once she does have a normal life, I wonder if she's going to go into a huge depression because she's going to be like, I have this and I still don't feel fulfilled. I, uh... It's like when Sad. people like get depressed when they succeed. Yeah. We've, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we've, talked, we've talked actually a lot about how being a chosen one is almost like a detrimental character feature, I think, because mm-hmm. as you start to compare them, you realize it sort of takes a little bit away from the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of like the prophesized nature of her and you find out just like her parents like trained her as like a baby basically to mm-hmm. be a spy, like did like experiments on her it's like she had like no choice in this life she was entered in. now she did the best job she could and made all the right choices when she had agency for it mm-hmm. but like ash made all of these choices there is no like f- familial ties to ash there is no like he was the, cho- he wasn't the chosen one none of it yeah. he has ha- done everything like on his own or with scratch. like the friends that he's made yeah. with with sydney i have the wonder is there because I have there, I have seen very boring characters that are chosen ones, and then you're just like, yes. okay, there's nothing to you other than the fact that you're chosen, or there's characters that really struggle with it. And oh, do, she does. And and is there a point where she's like, I could leave this, I could, but I won't because the only thing I because because I I need to do this to protect people I care about. She rejects it constantly yeah. and tries mm-hmm. to get out of it and tries to like close up every loose end, but as she does, she realizes she just gets pulled into it over mm. and over and over. Such she never really show. accepts the reality mm. of it yeah. or the nature of it. Interesting. I think that that denial makes her very interesting. It does. I, it does. It, it does. Really, dude, you're going to love that show. <laughs> you're it's love a very it. good show. You love that show. <laughs> but I don't know if she I don't think she's better than Ash Ketchum and I, that's so hard for, I love Alias so yeah. much. I just think I honestly think it's just a bad matchup. Like I it's think a hard Sydney, matchup. Sydney could easily have taken Captain Morgan, probably Donatello, maybe. But here's uh, the thing: she would have had to come up against Ash at some point. Yep. Yep. So well, better now, better now wow. to just rip the bandaid off. Yep. I'm sorry, Sydney. I guess uh, you were right in denying that you weren't the chosen one. Yeah. Wow. All right. So are we on agreement then? I think we're in agreement. Yeah, I think we're in agreement there. Agreement. Yeah. Um, Ash. Sweet. So we are in the final round of Division 3, round 3 of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. Donatello versus Ash Ketchum. Let's do this. Oh, my God. (laughs) I got to tell you, I mean... The last round to me felt more like the final round of today. And I, again, Donatello is an amazing character and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a massive brand. And I think to a lot of people to say like, oh, Alias has maybe like a better character than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's like this one-off series versus this thing that is permeated like globally. Yeah. 
But I don't I don't know. Tell me why Donatello you think is better than Ash. Ah, uh, man. Purple. I look great in purple. Yeah. No, purple. Purple's, purple's a great color. Purple's a great color. Purple I, is a great color. I would color. say formatively for me, because of my age, TMNT was was bigger for me. Oh, that's interesting. Because um, I think we're the same age. And I think Pokemon. Are was we? More. Because I'm twenty one. <laughs> well, I'm I'm thirty one. <laughs> I'm I don't know, ageless. Um, <laughs> I'm not 21. I am old. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, I think, look, Donatello has a lot of great qualities. Like I said, he's very MacGyver-esque. He's able to put up, create things on the fly. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's also, he's a martial artist. Like, he knows how to work with a bow staff, which is pretty sweet. Um, he's a good team player. But it, I see, mean, that's interesting. <laughs> because that's, that's, I think, maybe one of... It's it's obviously both a great thing about him, mm-hmm. but in some ways, Donatello on his own is a much less like formidable opponent for Ash. Because although Ash has always rolled with like his own little mini guild, mm-hmm. when push comes to shove, it's like he's doing a lot of things on his own. Like all of his Pokemon battles are him. Like there's generally rarely like group battles mm-hmm. unless Team Rocket's interrupting things annoyingly, which is still somehow happening for twenty years. But Ash has shown like he can work with like a billion different people because every three years when there's a new like journey he's going to start he'll get new friends that come with him whereas like donatello is like so like outside of his core group of leonardo michelangelo uh oh my god Raphael. Raphael. like yeah outside of his core group like yeah let's not say casey jones he well i think he 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 hung out with batman for a little bit he did hang out with batman he um were they all there though, or is it just him? Well, he also has like um, a both. he has a it's solo like, right um, uh, here. He has a he has like some solo stuff too that he's done. Yeah, he's had okay. some like in in the comics. Okay, like yeah, the, the TMNT comics is like real a huge good. Oh yeah, world. Yes, it is. yeah, it's and really really big. And if you guys haven't read the IDW relaunch in like twenty twelve, yeah. I think uh, it's real good. It's just he it, made friends with Jack Kirby. No. Kirby, homage to the comic artist Jack Kirby. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, he um, he goes to a different dimension with Kirby um, because Kirby's drawings keep coming to life, mm. and so he goes to another dimension and helps uh, fight the the bads. Look, they the, Donatello, man, like he is amazing. I guess he's pretty cool. He is pretty amazing. Uh, and another thing that we I think we're we're kind of forgetting about is, he uh, broke his leg one look, time look ash is an adorable little kid mm. donatello is a mutant turtle uh teenage mutant ninja turtle yeah so ash ketchum's got blast toys man <laughs> but he's, yeah, he true. himself he but himself is that not was, that's mutant. normal in the pokemon world yeah yeah you know, these monsters are normal but while in new york city they are like shunned they are like yeah, kind of like what are those things he's like experienced adversity that is different than the kind of adversity that ash experiences that's mm-hmm. true but just to harken back a little bit to the apocalyptic events that Ash has experienced, there are creatures in the Pokemon world. There are legendary mythical Pokemon that like people haven't seen in centuries or millennia. Ash has interacted with every single one of these. Po- he has he has basically befriended the gods mm-hmm. of yeah. the Pokemon universe. True. He actually has befriended the god pokemon who is the creator of time and space like he has met these pokemon so which is i think at least it, it at least matches leonardo in like his you know spacefaring adventures and like i don't think it donatello. necessarily yes it, it at least matches donatello but i don't know if it necessarily 
gives him a bigger edge or anything, but I don't I don't know if you could really say one has faced a crazier adversity than the other for that reason. Like he's Can I done... tell you something about him? Oh, about say. about Donatello? Yeah. In the Image Comics incarnation of TMNT, he became a cyborg after his body was partially destroyed, after he was shot and dropped out of a helicopter, but he maintained a positive attitude nonetheless, although he was constantly at risk of losing his mind to the cyborg half. I remember that. That was a crazy... Oh, it was basically like the Borg. <laughs> yeah, that's well, right. He, yeah, he like overcame the Borg. Also, that's yeah, he, uh, the Ninja Turtles have dealt with like world-ending stuff before, too, and yeah. time travel. They have so time has Ash travel. with Celebi. Oh yeah, they did try and travel and <laughs> dimensions with Hoopa. This is becoming. He's, he's traveled dimensions. He's traveled into space. He has traveled through time. Ash Ketchum is basically the Simpsons of the Pokemon or the anime world. Yeah, <laughs> like if you could think it, Ash Ketchum's probably done it. Yeah, that's true. I will say there is a larger oeuvre of Pokemon stuff. So Ash has like experienced a lot wider of a range of things, whereas I feel like um, Donatello has experienced a lot a, mm. a wide range but it's mostly kind of like comicsy sci-fi-ish like twinges of fantasy-ish type yeah. stuff yeah you know that's true there's actually a lot of small moments and there are things people would call the filler episodes of pokemon mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. he's like he meets this guy who makes custom pokemon balls and he needs someone to go out and like collect the material for him and he's like going out into the woods. He and does he, fetch quests. And yeah, he, he does, does a, a lot, lot of fetch quests. But he does a lot of ones where he's like, oh, a hurt Pokemon, we gotta like help him. And like a lot of just like very small, like he, personal he Charmander, stories. dude. Charmander oh was gosh. gonna go out. Oh, uh, you know? oh my gosh. He say, it was, he was covering up with a little leaf. One of the best moments of the whole series. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it saved that little Charmander's flame. I will say that Ash probably has more of a golden heart. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think... Donatello is a little bit like he's been through a lot and he's not a kid anymore. I think his he's a little jaded and his heart's a tiny bit hardened. Yeah. Um, even though in the scheme of like the turtles, he's like nicer than say Raphael. But you know what I mean? He's like not this like um like three bucks, two bags, one me type yeah. of person <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that Ash is. Yeah, I feel that for sure. And I don't know. I, I I love Donatello, but I'm just feeling like I th it feels like Ash is the one here, man. I'm pull. Here's the thing: I, in my heart of hearts, mm -hmm. want Donatello to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I do love. I I loved the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a kid. I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. I made my parents get me a backpack that was a shell so that I could like be like a turtle. Um, That's awesome. Thank you. That is pretty I cool. was a weird kid that was very into reptiles and amphibians. I remember seeing those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like turtle backpacks. Yeah. I always wanted one. So that's very cool that you had one. My parents still have it in the back of their SUV as like a backup. It's your like, Slytherin air. Yeah. The parcel tongue. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Flitter, thither. I'll say this quickly to your previous point about like formative. Yes. Teenage Mutant Turtles was more important in my like pre-10 years, like before mm -hmm. Pokemon existed essentially. Like when I was, I guess, nine mm -hmm. is when Pokemon came out. So, like, I remember, like, the only memory I have from going to Disney World when I was five was seeing the, like, live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come out. Mm -hmm. So, like, that was very important to me, but more as, like, a very young child than at least currently. But I know that's more of a personal preference, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I I do remember. Like, I have so many really good memories of um, watching uh, Pokemon, though. Too. Like, I remember mm -hmm. like being at my grandparents' house, and uh, you know, it, it was they didn't have very much fun stuff to do there. So, me and my sister would rent all of the Pokemon VHSs and watch them. And like trying to get your hands on like the next episode was such a challenge. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, and I also remember too, that was like the first time that I learned that my expectations could be overcome. Cause at first I saw like just a glimpse of what it was and I was like, Oh, that's stupid. And then I started watching it and I was like, I can't get enough of this <laughs> show. Yeah. So maybe for that reason, it is with a heavy heart that I say that Ash Ketchum wins. Yeah. But Christian. Yeah. I, so I have, I'm going to say this briefly cause like a lot of times we'll get into these weird scenarios to try to help us decide. But I think we partially, like, where we'll be like, if you were painting your apartment, like, who would you rather have? Like, we'll do that a lot. But partially, I think we do that because there isn't necessarily always enough to say about both. So we need to try to, like, really parse them out. But both of them are so important characters. Oh, okay, okay. Can I can I give you a, a, a scenario? Yeah. I want to, okay. We always need new ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you have to serve divorce papers. Oh, this oh, is a great God. one. We've wow. done lawyers, but not divorce paper okay. serving. Yeah, no. So to your, like person that sure. you're no longer yeah. going to be married to you this is a twist you um are you're, you don't serve them yourself because you can't you hire a process server <laughs> you're sitting in the car across the street watching it happen it's all very stressful who do you want sitting in the car next to you like in the seat next to you in the car i want the golden boy i want ash yeah you I want, want ash. the golden yeah. boy you want ash that's you want good. Ash. I Ash want is the heart such of a, gold. has such a good, you know, like we mentioned that Ash like lets his Pokemon go and stuff like that. He's such a good person that those Pokemon return. You yeah. know what I mean? Like his his, uh, his Charizard came back to him and mm -hmm. like helped him and stuff. Like he's a good person. I mean, he let that Butterfree go to find love. Yeah. Like he understands yeah. love even as a child. And I'll say, I'll say, not that Donatello is unkind, but I'd be worried that he would just get like really logical to try to make you That's feel what I better, think too. Yeah. and wouldn't like address your heart. He also would like keep trying to give you gadgets to like look at it closer, <laughs> and you'd be like, I don't want to see it closer. I just like need to sit in the car and be sad. That's a great taste in pizza, though. Great, you know? he yeah, would be he giving would, you some great you pizza. pizza. <laughs> he would give you pizza. But I think I think we have a winner here. I think we put up a great fight. You know, but uh, I think he's gonna have to go back into his shell. Sorry, Donatello. I think this one's going to Ash Ketchum. I. Uh, I so I didn't tell Kelly what? about so what's what's really weird is so we've done this is our third division there's uh -huh. four rounds in each division so far the first two division winners were the third episode and the third character and now this is Ash now has just won oh, so that's like the third. he's the third episode and third character so he may be again really that's weird he, he, that's freaking they're weird. still moving because last week I I realized it when I looked at the brackets from the previous two divisions and I was like Matt. If the, yeah. if the pattern holds, this should be our winner. And I pulled Ash Kenshaw and I was like, oh, oh man. <laughs> but Ash, if, if Ash makes it past the first round in the finals, yeah. he will be probably going up. We have the doctor and uh, he, I mean, no, no. it's going to be a tough. Well, match. I mean, so first he has to win the division, which right. has Thor. Oh, that's a separate division. I totally yeah. forgot. So first he has to. So right now the division three winners are Thor, uh, Nora Durst from The Leftovers, and now Ash Ketchum. R three, so we have the final episode of Division interesting, Four. Interesting, interesting. Which yeah. we get to do right now—the really fun part. Yeah. Yay. So you can pull two names. Matt and I will each pull one, and we'll figure out who is going to be in our next episode. Yes. And for those of you who are listening, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you if you disagreed with us, please let us know on Twitter at UFC Pod or email us at 
uofcpod at gmail.com. Um, and leave a review, baby. We love those reviews. Keep them coming. It helps us get discovered, and it helps us uh, figure out what you like and don't like. So, so we'll alternate. Well, if you read one, then Matt, okay. and then... If you guys don't know, Christian made uh, redid the the names, <laughs> and uh, this bucket is... It looks uh, great. Yeah, they, they open yeah. much easier now. <laughs> yeah. So our first matchup is... Kelly? Monkey D. Luffy. <gasps> oh, from One Piece. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> if he wins next week, we're going to have an anime showdown. Oh my god! Well, oh my god! That's my you know who he's gonna anime. go against? Who? Neville Longbottom. Oh, oh, the actual up. chosen one. Oh my, oh my gosh! God. That's First a... of all, went glowed up like. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, 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 wow! Okay, wow, wow. that's a huge okay. episode already. Uh, who's who else do we have? Captain Planet. Oh, <laughs> another what? captain. Another captain. Wow. Oh this is a my huge gosh. episode. Oh my gosh. Okay, and Captain Planet's gonna be going up against I was trying to write these down as it went, but here we go. One sec. Here we go. <laughs> Samus. <gasps> the Detroit series. Oh, Whoa, shit. this is a huge this is a episode. Massive episode. It's very exciting stuff. Note that I uh <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow, this is crazy. This is so crazy. Well, yep. that's that's gonna be next week's episode. We got it out for us, man. That's gonna yeah. be heavy. Um, wow. Kelly, thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. Yeah, we yeah. like to do this thing where um, we want to keep adding to this bucket. So we <laughs> like um, for our guests um, to add right. to this bucket. You can either keep it a secret or you can tell us right now. I'll tell you now. Sweet. Okay. It is my baby boy, Garrus from Mass Effect. Awesome. Oh, that's a great one. That is a great one. That's a great. I don't think we have Mass Effect people in here yet. No, not yet. That's. Awesome. I mean, there, there's like literally hundreds of characters in that bucket. Here, I'll fold it so that it's the same way, so we can't tell whose it is. Yeah. Great. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you go ahead and tell everyone all the cool stuff you're doing? Where sure. are they going to find you and stuff? Um, I, you can find me on social media at Kelly Nuji. That's K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. Um, you can listen to any of my podcasts. Teen Creeps is a podcast where I talk about YA pulp fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, same Day Shipping is where I talk about uh, relationships in the context of fandom. Basically, I ship anyone with anything. Um, you can... Oh, thank you for questing. Is a podcast? Is it an adventure RPG podcast wherein I play a uh, flamingo that makes <laughs> pants <laughs> named Parsnip? Um... <laughs> Is there anything else going on right now? No. I mean, you can just follow me on Twitter and that you'll f- see all the stuff I'm doing. So. Awesome. That's amazing. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, really. Of uh, this was so fun. Thank this you so, so much, much for fun. having me. It was so fun. Yeah. And guys, thank you for listening. Come back next week as we continue our search to find who the ultimate fictional character is. We'll see you around, Hunters. Stay on the hunt. Stay on the hunt.